The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now we're joined on the line by the Director General of the Tobacco Free Research Institute Ireland, uh, a, a professor, consultant, respiratory physician, uh, Luke Clancy. A pleasure to talk to you again, Luke. I want to talk to you about vaping. I, I saw stuff with the Junior Minister, uh, Health Minister Hildegard Nocton. Is there a change in relation to the regulation of vaping? Well, there's there was almost no regulation. And the we were one of the few countries that had none. Uh, we were kind of depending on the Tobacco Product Directive from the EU, which dealt with some aspects of it, but not all of it. And one of the outstanding things was that in this country, at present, until the law changes, anybody can buy e-cigarettes over the counter. And of course, the children are buying them and they're becoming addicted to them and they're transitioning to cigarettes, some of them. And it's a bit of a mess and we're way behind the curve on it. What are you advocating? Well, what they're doing, there is a bill uh, before the doll and the Oireachtas, which will limit the age that you can't sell them to people under 18. Now, we had urged that they make that higher because uh, one of the reasons not to sell e-cigarettes to children, apart from the fact that they're addictive and are harmful and have all the things that I mentioned, is that they also directly can affect the brain of developing brain. And we know that brains don't develop fully immediately and, in fact, continue to develop until they start to decline around 25, age 25. So they picked this arbitrary age of 18. I suppose there are other things, but it had nothing to do with e-cigarettes. And we had said, well, why stop there? Nobody needs to start smoking or using vaping e-cigarettes. So extend the age. That was one aspect. The other is that they're often sold with funny flavours, you know, bubblegum, strawberry, vanilla, whatever you have. Yeah, I see there are 16,000 different flavours. So it's a bit hard to keep up. It's incredible. Yeah, go on. Now, would you believe it, that those flavours are not there to attract children? Now, anyone that could believe that would be... (laughs) Yeah, I I, I get you, because they're kind of sweet flavours, things that would attract children. Isn't that the point? Absolutely. And they, they cannot have been invented for any other reason than to attract children. And, of course, they... um. They argue then that these are, oh, they're very important because when people want to give up smoking and they're already smokers, if you give them these flavours, they'll give up magically. Now, there's a big study which shows that isn't true, but they're still persisting with the idea that the flavours are not there to attract children, which they must be. Yeah. And they've done their job. So we said ban flavours. That's, they didn't do that yet or perhaps ever. The next thing is that increasingly, these devices, there are so many of them, you can't keep up, you don't know what's happening. But one of the kind of new things on the market is what they call single-use uh, e-cigarettes. Now, that's not a single puff. It's a, a device that has a battery, like the mall, and has liquid in it, and it runs out. There's no refill capacity in it, is that it? No refill and no recharging the battery. So that battery has lithium that's scarce and expensive and important and it's thrown away. And the other thing that happens is, of course, the device itself is thrown away, which is plastic. 
So we talk about, and I mean, this is the young people are mainly using these. And the young people are, appropriately, the most worried about the, the future and the climate and the so, climate change. So it, the, 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 it seems to me the argument you're building is that actually the real positive point about vaping was to wean people off cigarettes. They were addicted to nicotine. But what has actually happened is a whole new youthful cohort has come along that might never have smoked tobacco are actually going straight into vaping and therefore it's it's not working out as planned. Is that your central point? Uh, that is a true point, but the only thing I would, I wouldn't argue with any of that, but one point that is very important is that that is the way it was presented. Now, that was the framing of it, that this is a magic cure for smoking. Now, no, that is, wasn't the truth or the reality, but that was the way it was presented. Well, why why is that been... not? Why? Because my understanding is when you see they take a big suck on this and there's a cloud of smoke emerges, they say, oh, Ivan, that's steam. It's not smoke. Uh, and that was the big benefit of it, that you're not actually inhaling any smoke. Is, is that not true? That is true. But there are other chemicals in it. And there's nicotine, essentially, which is addictive and which causes the brain damage that I said. But as you suggest, the idea was that adults who were already smokers would switch all of them over to this and there'd be a net gain. That's not what anybody really expected, I believe. Some people did switch and some people have used them to give up smoking. But most people who use them do what's called dual use. They use them and cigarettes. So they use them when they can't smoke, say, in enclosed areas that are not allowed smoke, they can use these. And I would suggest that that might keep them smoking longer because a lot of people give up smoking, as you know, when it was banned inside. Yeah. And uh, But this was a way around that. Uh, so I... there's a lot of problems. There, there's, there's the two different things. There's what use can it have in adults? And it can be an aid. But... It remains to be seen whether it is a useful aid because there's other aids and uh, that's one aspect. The other is children. There is no use for children starting to use them at all. We did many surveys on this in the last 10 years and asked young people, why did you start? And only 3% of them said they started to give up smoking. And even that 3 said that they failed. So in children, it's a different scenario. It has no benefit and it has no use and it's addictive and it's now fashionable. And there are the additives, these flavors. Now, these nice flavors that we hear of, when you eat a banana or whatever fruit it is, pineapple or whatever it might be, yeah? Yeah, it's good for you. But when you inhale it into your lungs, you're bringing these particles into somewhere that they're not supposed to be. And inevitably, this is going to cause damage in the lung. But yet they persist in it and say it's really... Okay. to help people give up smoking. Now, is it, just tell me about the... You see these shops all over the place and news agents now have all the array of them. Who is is the tobacco industry, have they pivoted to be the vaping industry or is it a separate industry? It started as a separate industry. The tobacco industry is very wise, as you will know better than me, I, I, I suspect. They're very well resourced, yeah. They're very well resourced, but they're also very strategically clever and they pay people a lot of money to be strategic. They did not rush in and try and market these. 
they watched the market develop and they are gradually buying it out. They haven't bought it out. There's still a lot of independent operators, the majority perhaps in this country yet, but they have a substantial interest in it and have spent billions buying up vaping and of course, for their own purposes. The tobacco industry always made a huge contribution over the decades to the exchequer because there was very heavy tax on them. What's the tax treatment of vaping? No special tax, and it can be. But, you know, you said they made a contribution. The net effect, the net financial effect of cigarettes is negative. Oh, I it that. costs I more no to look after the people yeah, yeah, who no, are that. sick and dying. I accept but that. But as you say, in the revenue day to day, it sounds like a lot of money, but what, it's costing more. What are the HSE saying about all this? The HSE were caught like the rest in this difficult position because the the, uh, the framing of e-cigarettes was so clever that it was very hard for the HSE to say these are bad things. So they said, well, we'll wait and see, as you can imagine. And they haven't endorsed them even for smoking cessation. And I think this is wise because there are other things. And when you give up by using uh, vapes or e-cigarettes, most people who give up by using e-cigarettes continue to use e-cigarettes. So they continue to be addicted to nicotine. Now, in this form, it's much safer, probably, although we don't know that for sure, but probably. But it still remains that they are addicted and the chance of relapse must be huge. We don't know the full data yet because they're relatively new. But you can imagine that if you're already addicted to nicotine, your chance of relapsing to cigarettes must be higher than a person who is not. So it's okay. Well, we've. I had don't a big, believe yeah. that they. That I don't believe that the tobacco industry are neutral, and they're even saying we want people to give up smoking. I don't believe that because they're still producing them in huge quantities and polluting the country and killing the people. Okay. And this is part of it. Well, look, uh, we, we've had a huge reaction on the text. And I, I want to get your reaction to some of these. In fairness to the vapes, they got me off the cigarettes after almost 10 years. I went with the battery-powered ones before and they didn't work. The new ones with the sweet flavours made me disgusted by the taste of cigarettes. I only vape now when I'm drinking. Legislation needs to be brought in for the kids. Vaping, says another, has had the reverse effect of encouraging young people to smoke rather than help smokers to stop. Vaping is rampant in secondary schools and should be banned across the board. And Brendan from Cork is actually in transition year. And he says, 40% of my TY class now vape, constantly looking to get out of class to go to the toilet for a puff. It's very disruptive. And Derek from Carrick Macross up on it, and he says, "Don't you know, Ivan? They all need all they need to do is ban disposable vapes. The other ones are used by smokers for quitting the single use for young social non-smokers on a Saturday night. So, in a word, oh, so, as someone else says, I smoked over forty fags a day, couldn't give up. Well, no matter how I tried, now I vape and I no longer smoke. In a nutshell, what are you asking the government to do?" I think that they have very little use, but at a, uh, the vaping, but at a minimum, they should stop young people having access. They should close these shops that are attracting them. They should ban flavors totally. And they, if people want to use them for to give up smoking, that's a good thing. Uh, legislate for it and legalize it and make them conform because there isn't a cigarette on the market that has met the requirements for a medicine. 
do that, go through the normal channels if they really are trying to help people to stop smoking. Professor Luke Clancy, Director General of the Tobacco Free Research Institute in Ireland and a consultant respiratory clinician, thank you indeed for joining us on the PK Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.